always tell me. Yeah. Well, it'll take a second. You'll see a, a red uh, live light come up, which it just did. So guess what? We are live. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another epic uh, episode of Pin the Gas Podcast. And uh, I've been super excited about this since me and Caden met at Cadwell Park at BSB. Uh, it's been uh, what an honor it is to sit here and have him on today. It's uh, So welcome, Caden, dude. What is going on? I'm good. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me on. Like, it's a pleasure for me as well to come on. Uh, I've been looking forward to this one as well because we always we always have good chats. We've always got good chats. That's right. That's right. So everyone, we, we actually met like like I just said at Cadwell, and uh, man, you know when you just meet certain people and you just you just feel the energy and you just kind of gravitate, right? So him and his dad, Marcus, uh, just. What an honor. It really was the whole weekend. We were just chatty, chatty, chatty. And uh, yeah, he was the first one to actually run Pin the Gas on his motorcycle, which, uh, did, yeah, 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 yeah it made, we, had, uh, we had a couple stickers on there. Yeah, it was proper, man. Yeah, thank you. What an honor. But listen, man, let's get into it, man. I've been so excited about this, like I just got done saying. So, uh, Caden. Welcome to Pin the Gas. Welcome to America, right? With all the American viewers, that's going to watch this now and and later too. So why don't you introduce yourself, Caden, and, and tell everybody how you actually got into what we love is two-wheel motorcycles. Yeah, so um, I'm Caden Wilkinson. I'm 21. Uh, I'm from Peterborough, but how I got into motorbike racing um, was actually back when I lived in America. So I used to live in uh, Colorado, in in a couple places and uh basically my dad used to do bmx racing when he was younger and he was just sort of looking for a bmx race or something to take me to when i was younger i was about four four years old and uh he found a motocross race and we sort of went there watched and it was just something i quite you know I quite liked it so we looked into it and just got a bike and that was motocross so i i, I pretty much started when i was four five-ish and then um raced motocross until i was 16 so when we moved back to england carried on like with the motocross and stuff and uh yeah and then when i was 16 i got an opportunity to hop on a uh aprilia 125 and uh, do a super teens class um that was at thundersport so i took that opportunity that was uh that i got and that's what got me into this type of racing, yeah. And I've been doing that for, for well, ever since now. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was your proper first race bike, Caden? Away it from the dirt road race bike. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a uh, the uh, the Aprilia one two five. So it was a two stroke, real yep. small thing, yep. and I was pretty much the same like height as I am now. So I was a pretty big. Like I was six foot on this little uh pretty uh racing against other people that were like, you know, like five like five foot four, five, six, you know what I mean? Like on um on like R threes and stuff. So I was at a big uh, disadvantage, but what I did learn is just the racecraft. Like it was just for me anyway, it was just it was good to get on a on a bike and that year really just sort of I learned all about all about the lines and sort of try to have no bad habits from the start. So it's quite good. And then um, after that, I just hopped straight on a 600, straight on a, a um, Kawas- uh, no, Yamaha R6 afterwards. That was my second bike. So <clears throat> tell us how, how that season in 125 went with the approval. Um, so, yeah, that season was a big, 
learning curve really we took it so the bike um i was i was in the i was racing against much powerful bikes uh, much more powerful bikes so for us it wasn't necessarily the positions i was getting it was more like am i improving and just learning about how how all this type of racing works really so um yeah it, it, it was a good season for me in terms of learning position wise you know i did as well as i could but right. that's not what that's not sort of what we looked at we were just looking at right let's let's get into it and then on my second year that's when i started to um sort of try build up on the positions uh when i moved on to a, uh, the bigger bike but yeah that pretty i did did quite like it it was pretty much just full throttle every track everywhere almost yeah it was a bit nuts like the, the braking markers i think probably were just before the corner sort of thing uh but it was good fun good fun yeah yeah uh you know i, I find that uh growing up riding two strokes especially on the track man it's it's nothing's like a two-stroke right especially when everything's right and you get it right yeah it's, uh, yeah and it's amazing there's a lot how- of uh there's a lot of sort of trying to get it right there with two strokes, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. They're, they're, they are finicky, but man, when you do get them right, there's nothing like them in the world. Nothing, right? Uh, no, the sound, the smell. Yeah, dude, just the way they handle the confidence they inspire, the everything about them is just proper. So moving forward, you went from the, the, the 125, from a six foot on a 125 to a, a Yamaha R6. Uh, yes. 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 So the transition going from a 125 to a much heavier, bigger bike. Oh, it was a right? big change. Yeah. Right. Right. So t- tell us about that. How, how did that go? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my first taste on a, on a bigger bike, um, was was yeah quite a big change obviously much quicker much heavier completely different riding style different lines it was just like like working it all out again but luckily um from the start i was doing training with uh, a guy called steve brogan and he's got a he's got a race school and we just worked with him to try sort of help me uh, get a bit quicker so i had a couple goes on that and then um a couple well a couple sessions with him just to, just to like completely get rid of um any any bad habits just to teach me learning the bike from the start and i also had a, a couple of days out in spain at guadex um and that was just literally just taking taking my time to just learn the bike learn sort of building up to the building up the speed learning the weight just really learning about the bike because it was a massive change like a really big change but definitely a good change for me. Felt way more comfortable on a bike. Um, I was very cramped on the 125 and then hopped on the 600. I felt a bit more space, a bit more room. Uh, it was just, just yeah, it was, it was a good good change. Like that's when I really started to um, think, yeah, now this sport is for me. Because at first we were a bit like, oh, will I prefer motocross or will I start to like this type of racing more, you know? But as soon as I hopped on the on the six hundred, um, yeah, that's when it really went to start to make quite a bit of sense. That was game over after that, right? The whole game yeah, changed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got Martin Adams watching. What is up, mate? He's a really good friend of mine. Everybody knows uh, the Clothing Kings. Um, oh yeah. Yes, yes. He is a proper mate. Uh, he makes all kinds of clothes. So even you yourself included, if you're, you know, was ever interested in getting some merch made, but we can talk about that later on some other time, but Martin's watching Jake Marsh. What is up? He's in the house. Julia, right. You, you know, Julia. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. Her yeah, and, she and Sammy. She 
Yes, I love them guys. I met them uh, Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Thursday when I first met them uh, right before Cadwell? Uh, me and Paul went out there. The guy that I met took me out there. And, uh, yeah, from the moment I met Julia and, and Sam, it was just like it, oh, it, no, just magical. Yeah, they're, they're proper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. So uh, the R6, uh, how did your first season go racing um, with, with the R6? Um, and I'm how pretty- long did you actually have that bike? So I had the R6 for quite a bit because, well, basically, um, COVID came came in literally just as I moved on to that 600. I went to Spain in February and then March time, everything yeah. was kind of like shut down. So I had like a couple races um, when we could during that period of time, sort of, it wasn't really the full season. Um, but then my first proper season, obviously, I started off quite like far at the back of the grid. But by the end of it, I was, um, you know, I was, I was, I was towards the towards the top. And this was just at club level. Um, uh, but the first season, I made like a lot of progress uh, with speed and just like riding style. Position wise, I can't I can't quite remember what what I was getting um, in that first year, but. Like I was making some really good progression up the grid every every single round. Which, to be fair, I've done that pretty much since. It's almost as if every race meeting I seem to be, or every time I go to a track again, like you can, I am getting quicker every time, which is always it's always good to see. That's it's always right. good to see. Yeah. Yep, that's right. So uh, after after the Yamaha and COVID and all that, obviously you got that ZX6R that you was on when we met, correct? Yeah, yeah. The, there's Kazaki six three six. Yeah. Um, so we, I did another season on the um, the R six, and then we thought, right, well, we we'll get a new bike now, um, something, you know, something newer. And so we were looking around, and we ended up, I ended up getting the opportunity to get a six three six, and we thought, right, they're a bit quicker out of. Um, like from stock, so yeah. we thought well, this would be good, and uh, and yeah, so it took me probably a whole season almost, or at least the first half of the season to get on with that bike. At the start, me and that bike didn't really get on. Completely different to the R6, in my opinion, handling everything took um took quite a bit of time, yeah, to get used to it. And then once I did, once I sort of learned how to ride it and adapted like my riding style. Um, yeah, we got on. I like that. I like that bike quite a lot now. Sort of had some good, some good races on it, and uh, some. Uh, if you see my dog, he's rolling around in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's gorgeous, man. I'm a dog lover, dude. I got, I got two myself. One Cruz. He's a, he's a, a Tennessee Walker Hound Pitbull mix. He's like 110 pounds, and he is. Uh, yeah, big, he talks big. a lot. He's big and yeah. he talks a lot, meaning that if he's in the room, if I don't physically just have my hand on him, he talks the whole time, right? And it's funny because when he goes out there and barks, he howls just like a hound. He's like, oh, it's, it's, it's hilarious, man. I love it. So, yeah. my son, he he plays a harmonica every once in a while. Not like it's just something he'll just pick up. And yeah. On, and Cruz sings with him. I actually have it on video. It's awesome, man. But uh, that yeah. is quite good. Yeah, it's good stuff. But uh, listen, I love the colors of that ZX6R you had, man. That those were mint, man. You could yeah, that's my that's my away. thing. That's my thing. Bright colors. I don't know if yeah. you can see because the lighting, but this is this is my first um, pair of leathers up there, and uh, it's just 
it's pretty much the same yellow bright orangey red and blue that's just yeah. what been my colors from the start i just thought well if i get to design my own suit and stuff i was like we've got to make it bright we've got to make me stand out so that's what we went for and then over time the shark sort of came into it and uh and so that's sort of like my little uh my image at the minute we've got going on I like it. I, I like it. It's proper. And then, and then the, that pin to gas sticker just blended so well with all the other. Yeah, colors it does. Bright colors. Yeah, it's crazy, Bright. man. Yeah, the purple and the pink and the green. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Uh, and listen, Nikki Williams says the bike is mine now, buddy. Right? So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be coming his way. He'll be yep. showing me up on it. Uh oh. Uh oh. So yeah. So Nikki, man, listen. He's he's been a, a huge supporter of uh, of the podcast, and you know, we chat uh, quite a lot. And uh, he had hit me up and said that uh, he wanted me to uh, me to talk about uh, uh, you and him uh, racing, and him kind of chasing you around. Like at first, you were chasing him. Then all of a sudden, he got to where, uh, yeah, he's chasing you now, right? So uh, tell us how how you and Nikki met, and uh, and, and you said earlier, you guys, well before we, we went live uh, the other day you guys did some endurance racing together too correct uh yeah we uh so basically i joined up with nikki um to do the endurances when i when i started racing at no limits um that was purely just to start more seat time on that 636 to get used to it so we um we teamed up <clears throat> and yeah did the the second half of the of the season together with that and uh yeah no nikki's a great guy we just got on like straight away like him like with all of my family because it's, it's me my dad and my granddad primarily you go to all the rounds and uh and yeah it was just it was it was, it was a good a good little like team we had going on there and uh no definitely it was um the endurances it's it's like a different type of racing com completely it's yeah. uh it's, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's, it's quite nice being part of like an actual team where you're all putting something in and you're all sort of having to work together. Like quite like that concept. So I really enjoyed uh, doing the endurances for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Endurance. He said, Nikki Williams says, Chris, I was kidding. His lap times are embarrassing compared to mine. <laughs> Hang on. I'll bring it up on the screen. Look, boom. Ah, uh -huh. uh, Nikki, come on, man. You, you, you know, you know, you're super fast, man. And uh, yeah, I actually look forward to, to actually having a chat with, with Nikki sometime. He says he's doing the full season endurance and sprints. And Julie said we actually met on a Thursday. That's right. I couldn't remember if it was a Thursday or, or, or uh, a Wednesday, but yeah. So, uh, 2023 Caden BSB super yes. sport, man. Tell me, tell me how uh, you ended up racing in, in the super sport class in BSB uh, your expectations going into 2023 and what you actually uh, achieved. Like, did you achieve any of your goals uh, at the end? Yeah. Of so um, what we wanted to do was I, I wild carded my first BSB at Cadwell uh, the year before and it went really well cadwell's my favorite track it's the track i do the best at. nine two yes yeah, yeah. yes no, it's, it's, it's it's the best track and um so that went well so we thought okay next season so last season um we were like we'll try do as many rounds as we can so uh i did yeah i did cadwell donington and then brands hatch as well and uh yeah so 
basically the goal the goal was just to just because I was doing the cup and uh, the the goal was really just to see sort of where like where I am amongst the, sort of that that grid um, and then at Cadwell this year I even scored um, some points so you know that was a good good achievement for me I was quite happy with that um, some good positions the, the main goal really was just to it was just to turn up and see what I could sort of do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. see how far I could get up the grid and uh, stay on the bike is always is always sort of the main goal, <laughs> right? Yeah, because um, it, it it start me and that six three six. We did like a crash. I think the first time I ever went on it, I might have crashed it. Uh, <laughs> it Donington. So it was just sort of like stay on, stay on, especially in the wet weather. Stay on, but yeah. But um, no, definitely, definitely had quite a good, quite a good uh, couple races at BSB. So I was very happy with it. Very yeah. happy with how I went. And then uh, the, the plan was going to probably be to do another, well, to do the season at BSB on the 600. But then plans changed and now we're going up a bike. So, so uh, well, yeah, we're going to be working out what we're going to be doing then. So is this kind of your, your little 2024 plans? Yeah, I guess yeah. if we're leading into the 2024, um, I'll be going up to a 1,000cc uh, on a Kawasaki. And, um, and yeah, so a bit of a big jump again up to the 1,000. So I think, I, think, I think it'll be good. I think I'll, hopefully I'll take to it. I just, you know, I think it's probably the right time now rather than, Doing another Wait, season on yeah. the just move up now. Yeah, I, up I mean, I, I don't see any issues of, of you having any issues at all, man. Because I was there personally and I seen you ride, and you know, I was cheering for you the whole time too. Every time I see, yeah. I was like, "Let's go, Kaden!" You know, and man, so uh, yeah, you'll be just fine, bro. You'll be just fine. Of course, it's more electronics, but dude, at that side of it, you know, it, you'll still be uh. Um, yes, Nikki Williams said, and I agree with him. ZX10 is British, yep, <laughs> super stock champ. Yep, let's go, let's go, Caden. That's right. So, uh, I want to know your first impressions of the very first time, your very first lap around Cadwell Park. What was that like? Well, like the emotions, like you know, setting up for, yeah. for the jump for the very first time. You, you know, you had to yeah. be nervous, right? Because you've seen it, you've been there, you've watched people, and now here you are. I'd say, um, for me, when I rode Cadwell on the 125, it was a completely different track to as soon as you do it on a bigger bike. So on the 125, you know, it was it was it was it was pretty much just full throttle almost everywhere. Um but where it really starts to feel like a special track is definitely when I when I got onto these uh the, the six hundreds. Just Coming from a motocross background, as soon as I was on a powerful bike and I'm presented with a, with a, effectively a jump, you know, I, I just had to try see if I could jump it. So I think it probably, I probably went over it a couple of times doing a bit of a wheelie, and then I just, and then I just sort of got the knack for like getting a little bit of air. And then over time, I think BSB um, this year, I just, uh, I was getting some serious air, like yes, you, you know, were. like I. Uh, 
I do, I do love the mountain. It's probably the best. This is the best bit about any racetrack. Like, is is the Cadwell Park mountain? It's, it's just unreal. It's just unreal. It might be a little bit slower to jump it. However, like for me, I've never been able to go over it without jumping fast. I don't get the whole rolling off. So I literally just, just hold it flat out and just sort of jump. Like it just feels natural to me. So. So yeah, no, it's a pretty amazing feeling though, flying through the air on a on a on like a sport bike, super bike. It's just some proper, it's a right? Of a, it, it, weird sensation at first. It listen, it's I tell everybody this. Uh it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life on two wheels. Is is when you guys, you know, even even coming down that short little straight, left, right, and then boom, that jump. It's the whole that whole little section, it's it's like us as fans, at least for me, when I'm sitting there watching, it's like I get an anxiety and it's anticipation build up, right? And then all of a sudden I see you guys come out and you're like four foot in the air on the rear wheel. And I was like, dude, you gotta be fucking kidding me, right? Like TV does not yeah. do this no justice. It is the most beautiful thing, like I said, I've ever seen on, on two wheels. Uh, it's yeah, uh, there's definitely it's definitely a special moment to to do it. As the rider as well, especially when you get it right. So a couple of times I've sort of got it very good, where I've I've probably landed on the top, effectively just yeah. on the on the back wheel and slowly bring the front down. It's just it, when you get it sweet, it's just like oh, like it's just like what a feeling, what a feeling. Yeah. But, but Have you ever got it wrong up there? Um, and crashed? Ooh, never crashed. However. Um, my clamp for the, the bar snapped. So I jumped and the bar came out. So I landed with, cause I jump it every single time. Right. So I actually jumped, um, and, and, and landed obviously with, with the, the bar it wasn't actually in, it was just loose. So I had to go around the whole track. Uh, this was, I think this might've been on a track day or like a test day anyway. So luckily it wasn't in a race, but yeah, I had to ride around with the bar, not in the, in the clamp because it had a crack and it just slipped out. And that was scary. It's the only time I've I've, I've like thought, Oh God, like landing because I felt it in the air. Um, The bar like just twisted as if, um, but I don't really know. Like it just twisted and and as I landed, it just came out and I was like, oh my god! Right, luckily, I didn't crash because I think that probably would have hurt. I've had a couple where I've landed and a little a little wobble from uh, landing at a bit of an angle, but nothing nothing crazy apart from that one time. Dude, that's that that would uh, I would have had to uh, change my underwear after that one, right? Yeah, for sure. So Nikki says he actually took someone in the air this year over the mountain. Absolute call it. Yes, he did. I, I seen it. I forgot about it until I read your comment. Absolutely. That oh, was yeah. this uh, is a pretty good picture of it of uh one of the times as well. Bro, it was like the uh, I, I it, again it's hard to explain, dude, especially because you know I we had met, you know, I, you're my mate and I'm cheering for you and I seen that I was like bro this is like the most badass thing I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that, like that's one of those um that's that's one of those moments where I just saw the opportunity and I thought, well, it's like if I can just get my nose in front, then you know, I'm on the right side for the corner as well. So I just 
sort of squared it a little bit further off, went off the right side um, where there's almost a bit more of a lip. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get a bit more air, I guess. Um, and yeah, I just pinned it. Sort of, I, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't actually describe to you what I do. But my body wise, I don't know. It's just natural. You just do it. Um, I like. I think I like stand up a little bit. I don't really know, but yeah. And I just, uh, I just got him. And there's a great picture. I'm not sure if you've seen it, where it just looks photoshopped. Uh, there's somebody, and then. Like I'm just sort of up here. It's just it's a great photo. It's, a, it's such a good photo, but no, that that felt pretty cool. I think I might have got. I think I might have overtook two people in that race by doing that, which is just a bit a bit insane, really. But it's uh, yeah. listen, that's the best overtake all year, in my opinion. That was uh, yeah, that's that is proper for sure. Uh, and then we we actually have uh, dude. Sean Wine, what is up, my man? He says Cadwell is my favorite track in the UK. Absolutely. Uh, of course, I've talked to several riders that that race in the UK, and Cadwell is not their favorite track at all. But no, uh, I don't think many people actually like like uh, Cadwell. Man. I think because it's such a thin track, and it's very like it's very like uh, very different to all the other tracks. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I love it. I do too. That's what makes it spark special, though. You know what you know what I'm saying? It's like it, the 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 farmer with the two sons, motocross yeah. track. The old house is still standing. It's still there. And then the way Cadwell evolved, right? And it, it is. It's super narrow. That's one of the first impressions I got as soon as I seen it. I was like, holy shit! Look how narrow. Yeah, this no, thing so, is, right? some parts of the track, it's like you, you wouldn't think they could do car racing or anything there with it being so thin. But yeah. Now you're right. It does. So when I went, it was Thursday, like Julia said. And uh, yeah, actually, it was a track day for bikes and cars. Um, But also what impresses me about the track, because the first front straightaway, right, the track is is wide open pretty much from the from the Um. front straightaway compared to after the mountain. Right. So, dude, my favorite sections, too, is front straightaway that fast ass left hand corner you guys go into right ripping it and then you flick it to the right and it's a blind crest you can't even see yeah. it over the corner right so that's a very tricky part of the uh, of the track so um learning that part is uh proper because you have big balls as fast as you guys going through there right yeah, so it's set pretty, up for that you can pretty much you, it's just go as fast as you dare up that left like I've um I've got it wrong before a little bit too confident um I was going up it very quick uh going up the left and I, I was carrying more speed than I'd ever carried before and sort of panicked a little bit so I lent a little bit more caught my elbow on the floor like the rumble strip on the inside which then really confused me because I don't I was this, I was going like very quick ended up um pretty much pulling me off the left side of the track and I, I ended up going straight on and couldn't save it and went down luckily I was all right but yeah that, that was a scary moment and after that I was like right okay if we're going to be trying to increase the speed we're going to we're going to do it right <laughs> build up to it build up to it but no that's that's definitely a very technical and then you yeah flipping it to the right you've kind of just got to 
you've got to aim where you want to go and just you know and then when you when you get over it you just got to continue you got to trust trust what you're doing trust really. it. yeah you yeah. just got to wing it man that's what dude that's what one thing too I, I love about that track man it's it's super technical it's the first part of it's wide open it's blind it's hilly it's it's everything yeah. you want in a track and then all of a sudden you got this special uh motocross jump right <laughs> towards the end of it and then once once you land from that jump, man, that back section through there is super narrow. You got tire walls on both sides. The yeah. spectators can stand can stand and literally be six, seven feet away from you guys, balling through there, right? Um, and then it goes into that one right hand corner where you don't want to mess up at all because there is no. absolutely no runoff at all. Um, and then bam, right back out, pin the gas wide open. You know, it's uh such a magical place it's it's yeah. uh it it really is so listen we have a comment from brad walker what is up he says great interview you have fans here in colorado, Kaden, colorado. yeah yeah colorado man yeah so uh speaking of colorado i actually uh lived there for a little while in littleton i went to seventh and eighth grade out there um i miss colorado man it was it was awesome it was yeah uh, no it was i did i did like living there as well it was great being yeah. sort of so close to the mountains and just everything really it's just like it was, it was a nice place to live yeah the, the man because you know summertime it's 90 degrees it's hot outside you're in shirts and t-shirts you look you know which what looks like 50 miles mm. away there's the mountains are covered in snow still uh and you think to yourself you're like how's it so hot out here right yeah. where i am right? and then, yeah. yeah yeah and then um and then in the winter time bro it, when it snowed it snowed right it was uh proper got photos of a little me sort of with snow built up like way higher than my head and like going up there some crazy photos of the snow but you know what dude it's we're lucky that uh we got to experience that in our lifetime right because a lot of people oh yeah don't you know they might experience snow but you don't experience snow until you live in colorado and you get this major blizzard and snows freaking <laughs> six feet up your front door and yeah. you can't even open your door and it's like dude i remember uh our school buses would come pick us up they had chains on them and they wouldn't close schools unless it snowed over 18 inches of snow that's almost two feet of snow Right. Yeah. So out here in little old Virginia, we get a little snowflake on the ground. Everybody's like, oh, my God, everybody freaks out. I got to go buy all the eggs and the milk and schools are closing down. It's yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. But yeah, yeah it's a bit like that over here as well. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think school might have got cooled off once um, from like icy conditions not really even much snow, just icy conditions because uh, yeah. like, some of the buses couldn't couldn't get there and they just called it all off and it was kind of like you would like you know if this was if this was in other places they'd be so much like more prepared but it just doesn't happen often yeah. like it just doesn't happen often yeah because I, I remember too Caden. like uh we would be dressed up like the michelin man going down to the school yeah. bus because you, you're you're going through you know a foot at least of snow and it's cold as you know what and then uh, as soon as you got to school, everybody had shirts and shorts on underneath because they had the heat on, freaking like the sun. It was yeah, it was it was crazy, but it, it was a good time. It was so. Sean says yes. A lot of people don't like it, but being a road racer, this place is to test road racing for a lot of people. I mean, I could see that Sean for sure because how narrow it is and and you can't really make no mistakes. And yeah, it's it's a uh, 
it's a proper place. He also says that uh, you're correct. I always find about 1,000 meter of the left side is the best uh, of the mountain uh, approaching the jump. And then Julia, Julia says, but there's no Cadwell Park there. No, you're mm -hmm. right. There is no Cadwell Park in Colorado. If it was, Colorado would be the best place in the world, right? I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. 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 It'd be awesome. So uh, other than, than uh, Cadwell Park, uh, what's your other favorite track, Caden? Um, I do like Donington. Donington. However, to be fair, I've, I've never really ridden the um, Alton Park too much, but that track really grew on me the last time I was there. Um, I think it's like another one of those tracks that it's just got, it's got loads of different sort of technical things there and it kind of made it quite interesting. Um, I think I've been there twice or something like, like not really two or three times. So it was, it was a bit of a learn. There's just so many blind corners and stuff like that. So I, Alton was growing on me, but Donington Park, I just, I, lo I love Donington Park as well. Yeah, Donington's yeah. a proper place, man. You know, there's been a lot of great races and professional racing over the years at Donington, man. And that, yeah, it, it's been proper, dude. Mike Smith is watching. What is up, Mike? Do you know Mike Smith? He he raced in the BMW uh, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's wow, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually uh, I need to set up a chat with him so we could uh. I want to get him on too. He was proper, man. I had a good laugh with Mike. He's a, he made everybody I met there at Cadwell Park. Caden was, it, listen, it was the best time I've ever had at any race in the world. Being such a yeah. big fan of, uh, I am of the sport, not just, you know, British Superbike, of course, all of them. Um, being that, you know, BSB has always been one of my favorite series, but it's grown to be my favorite series. And I tell people that all the time. Um, and I'll say it again, you know, just so people can't, you know, say that that's not what I said before. It's, it's, mm -hmm. I don't think that them guys are just so much faster than anybody else in the world, man. It, it's look at the tracks, right? The tracks yeah. is one. Uh, uh, and two, they're super bikes, man. They don't have all those electronic aids on it. So it's like the old proper school way of, of road racing, which is right here, right? Not all these laptops and PlayStation controllers and buttons and all this stuff. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I love it, dude. Donington's good. Uh, I, I, Cadwell's obviously, I, I keep saying it is my favorite, but uh, man, I love Phillip Island too, right? I would love to go to Phillip Island. That place is what a track that place is. And then yeah. uh, Magello, man, Magello too is another one of my favorites. Um, probably my second favorite w would be uh, Magello. Never been. Ha have you ever been to Italy? No, before? no. I've only ever been to one track abroad, and that was Guadix in Spain. How'd you yeah. like that track? That was good. I mean, that was the first time really I'd really uh, ridden on the on a six hundred. So it was it was more learning the bike as as opposed to the track. But right. I did I did quite like it to be fair. So l l let me ask you this, Caden. Uh, uh, before a race, uh, do you have like any superstitions? Do you put like the left boot on always first? A, a favorite pair of lucky underwear you ain't washed in four <laughs> months, or you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, not not really to be honest i don't really uh have anything like that not that i can think of anyway not with road racing with motocross i used to wear like one like different colored gloves uh like i had a yellow pair and a, and a black pair and I'd, i got into this thing of just wearing like one yellow and one black but for um 
for this, I, not really. Like, I don't know. I just sort of get my helmet on and just get to it sort of thing. Yeah. How do you, how do you get in, in, in the, in the mind state of it though? Do you just, you just, as soon as you throw the helmet on, you, you your alter ego comes out and you completely change. I mean, yeah. Just... I mean, um, I don't really have like, I don't really sit there and sort of like, you know, have, a, I think, I think I'll just work well under pressure. So, um, I always try to get uh, to the gate, like, or to the grid even as late as possible. So I find myself sort of just like get myself almost pumped up by sort of like the like the 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 anticipation of am I actually going to even get there on time? Like, I, no, I don't always leave it that late, but I don't know. I just sort of get my get my helmet on, get my gloves on. Sort of as soon as I get on the bike, then yeah, I'm just feeling my sort of like sort of feeling it. But when I'm on the grid, I've noticed that. I do this thing where like, I kind of like imagine my feet are on the floor now. I'm like, I'm like tapping from side to side with my feet and then they start to go quicker. And then as the lights go off, then I just sort of go off. But I've noticed recently that I do that every single time. I don't really know why everyone else must be looking at me and I'm like happy feet, my feet just sort of like tapping either side. But that's sort of just like, that's like the, just before setting off for the race, I sort of, I don't know if that's just me like, like hyping myself up or what, but yeah, that's something I do. Yeah, it, it probably. I mean, I l- listen uh, before I, I do every podcast, man. I, it's like uh, nerves, anxiety, all this stuff builds up, right? I get sweaty, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, so I always go and, and have a little pep talk to myself, right? It's the first time I'm ever talking about it, really. But I look in the mirror and be like, "Dude, you're gonna kill it!" Blah 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 blah. Have a good time, you know, and all this stuff. It's just a way that you know you just, uh, I guess, mentally prepare. Um, yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's crazy man especially you know being such a fan man and and finally uh going to the place i've always wanted to go to which is the uk and especially cadwell and then to run into people that everybody that i met and actually end up being mates with them and you know having Mm -hmm. them on the podcast and conversations and even before the podcast and after the podcast you know it's it's uh it's always been a dream man and uh it, it's yeah it's freaking proper dude it's i yeah I, I can't say it enough but listen sean says uh great seeing young talent coming on and just getting on with it good luck to him to be great watching your progress absolutely Cheers, yep. yeah thank you yeah caden's gonna be uh uh good luck yep he's gonna be a proper podium winner champion absolutely we all see it at least i do right so yeah no, so uh Mental preparation, you just kind of wing it. Once the, the, the helmet goes on, you turn into the yeah. villain, right? I do um, – I sort of – something I've always struggled with, I don't know if it's the right word, but um, is into the first corner, I, I'd used to sort of – I don't know. I need to t- – what I do now is I tell myself, right, when I'm on the start, and I'm looking down at that first corner. I just need to, I need to actively keep telling myself just to just push to the front. Do you know what I mean? Just push to the front. Cause I find my, I could find, well, not, not so much now, but before I'd always find myself settling for like, you know, like if someone's, if someone's, you know, next to me, either side going into that corner, I might sort of not, 
I might give like just let them have that position, but now it's sort of like I've just I have to I just give myself the mental that I just I need to be at the front. I need to be at the front, and then that sort of I think by telling yourself stuff like that, it does really just translate in the riding. So oh yeah yeah, just, yeah I, I've always struggled with um sort of not being aggressive enough really riding on the bike. So that's something I've been working on, just sort of. Uh, telling myself that so that's something yeah. I do say um, and yeah but but that's that's probably the only sort of thing where an actually, I'm actually like actively like thinking about sort of stuff like that yeah. but, um, but, but no it works yeah I'm sure there, there, there's a lot of racers that have a self conversation with themselves sitting on the grid visor down lights come on it's fucking go time right so yeah yeah uh, yeah you, you got to uh, and you know it's such a mental game road racing is such a mental game you know it it's it it causes a a, a lot of stress a lot of anxiety people end up um i don't want to say uh uh, the mental game is is so strong has to be for a road racer as soon as I think your your guard gets let down or, or you get something stuck in your head and and it turns from all positives to negative it could have a nasty effect uh mentally on you yeah. right as a racer to where you know uh, people would be worried about you because it, it's something m- mental health is something that needs to be talked about too a lot as far as road racing goes you know um oh yeah because it is you are taking on quite a big um quite a big toll with yourself really trying to yeah better always sort of if you have a bad race not not letting it get to you too much if you have a crash sort of there is there is quite a lot of uh of mental sort of thinking and just trying to be positive sometimes you can find yourself beating yourself up a bit too much well yeah you know especially like uh let's say if you you know if uh paid for a ride you know and you got whatever mm. three hundred thousand euros in it and then um you know you're not doing well because all this stress and and i can't do it you know can you do it i'm not good enough and then you know you get kicked off the team or next year you don't get a ride and you know it's, it's just a dark hole that uh people seem to uh and and people uh that uh um it's hard to to dig yourself out of that's why i think it's important to have really good people around you in the paddock with you at all times no, no matter how bad you feel how bad yeah. the race is gone how bad the weekend you have your best mate your girlfriend whoever it is it's always like look man you're a champion you you come today you did the best you could just take all the positives forget the negatives because everybody's got them right so just yeah just learn from, from all the positives and, and, and uh, it, it's hard when you're in that uh, dark place too, you know, Sean says, this is, this is right. Same as TJ Toms. He had to do the same from starts. And so he's improved by being aggressive, especially into the first corner. Yeah, it, it is. I find that uh, a lot of racers, you know, they, they want to, obviously that's the goal is, is to get there because it's less work that you have to do on the back end of the race as well. Yeah, exactly. If you can get in the front from the start, then you could tag along and and and, and uh choose your strategy from there. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Which is good. It's it's uh it's awesome, man. So uh your plans for 2024 we already talked about ZX 10R. Can't wait to see you on it. What uh are you doing all rounds at BSB this year or are you just going um, to select few? We haven't got a def- like a definite plan yet. We're gonna see what happens when I go out to Spain. Um, 
see what the speeds my dog's just come over to say hello 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 mate um yeah we're gonna see sort of what's how i'm getting on with the bike in spain but uh full season of bsb is the goal yeah 100%. I do think um, I had to get out of a habit of riding the 600 like a 1,000. Sort of just, I'd be braking as late as possible, turning the bike, and then just sort of, I wasn't carrying corner speed at, at, at first. So hopefully when I go on to this 1,000, um, I, should, I, sh I should hopefully take to it. That's the plan. I think my dog want, wants me to let him out or something. He's, he's, he's pestering. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go, yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead. And, and let him out. He's a cutie too. Look at him. What's his name? We'll have to figure out his dog's name. He's 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 a cutie. He's doing the fuel full season, no question. Nikki, I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. Nikki says you're gonna do the, the, the full season. No, no question. So uh 2024, Caden. Uh yeah. Who is your mechanic? Who is your 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 teammates, right? Who who is within the pit going with you to every race? Is it still your dad and your grandpa, or you have? Yeah, yeah, still going to be the same thing. And then we've uh, we had Nikki come to quite a few rounds with me as well, um, being the the pit chief. The pit <laughs> chief, I like it. Yeah, that's what we call him. Um, helps out a lot. And then also uh, there's a guy called Mark Quelch who. From the start, really, from the start of my racing, he's uh he's he's always helped us out. He's he's been in the game for quite a long time, so like, he's run he's ran his own teams before and stuff like that. And so uh, that's that's sort of who who we run with as well. Um, and then we get help sort of with sort of the mechanic side of it and stuff like that as well. But main mainly it's just my me, my dad, my granddad, and then uh, anyone else who comes comes to comes to help we've got like nikki as well oh yeah it's just just us it's not i'm not i'm not sort of in um like any of the uh the bigger teams we're just we're just keeping it sort of like a like a nice family, family yeah. sort of thing because my granddad's pretty much come to every single race for like ever since i've started sort of thing so um yeah. i think i met your granddad there at Kevin, yeah yeah I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah 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 i met well. him yeah yeah he was always sitting down in the chair when i come by to, to yeah. see if you were there or, or talk to your dad yeah yeah man it was awesome it was yeah it's good stuff man it's it's good to uh have family and the people you you really care about um Oh yeah, yeah. With you at all time. Look, Jill, <laughs> Julia says Spanner man. Nikki oh. Williams says I'm definitely a fucking Spanner. <laughs> That's prop man. I, listen, Nikki wasn't there at Cadwell with you because I would I would have loved to. No, uh, that was um, that was the what? Yeah, it wasn't. But I think that was, that was the one he had to miss. But I'll talk, I think well, I had my uh, had my uncle with us there. Yeah, yeah, Help, yeah, helping yeah. out. Sean, Sean says it's hard for young riders to get funds to race full season. So difficult in these hard financial days. L listen, it is. It's not only in BSB; it's everywhere here in Moto America too. It's uh, it's yeah, really difficult, it's, man. It, it's it is, so yeah. expensive. People don't realize that. Like, does the, the sport? It's like it, it's people put up second and third mortgages on their houses and parents get divorces over it it's it's such a a uh a high paying game right it really is and it's yeah, really hard it is. for for uh 
anybody to to get any type of sponsor, especially these days, right? Because the games change. You know, back back when uh, in Moto America, back when it was AMA, you know, Matt Malad and Ben Spees and them, all the top guys were full factory teams were actually in the game. Yeah, they were making. I'm sure a million plus dollars a year right now. It's like probably the top guys. I don't know off the top of my head, right? I'm just guessing maybe yeah. make 300,000, 400,000. Right. And, and, but uh, it's, but as far as the sponsorship goes, it's, it's like for a junior cup of uh, uh, the, the, uh, to be in junior cup with the 400 CC series here in Moto America, right. A, a junior cup race bike, let's say at the top level, uh, pristine, hundred percent front runner. It's probably every bit of twenty thousand dollars, right? Yeah. In the bike, and we're talking about a full hundred, <laughs> right? We're not talking about a six hundred. We're not talking about. So it's it's uh, you know, and then every weekend, you know, you're spending what uh, you know, twenty five hundred dollars, three thousand dollars, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but 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 oh, right tires and all. Ooh. But see, you guys got it easy. Oh, oh okay. I, I don't mean to say it easy. I apologize for that statement. You guys. You guys have a lot more advantage than, than anybody else because, dude, to go from north to south of the UK is what six seven hour drive. Shoot, you you wouldn't even be halfway through the state of Texas in six or seven yeah. hour drive, yeah, right? So, so the, the expense out here in America to travel to all the Moto America rounds from California, Seattle to Florida to Atlanta to New Jersey to you know it's it's a uh, it's a big expense, man, and finding you know the sponsorships and the money. I always say that we need outside sponsorships, like people that ain't been in the game. Like bring the cigarettes back, bring Marble, yeah. bring Camel, bring bring Pepsi. What happened to Pepsi? Pepsi, what happened? Right, where where you at? Where's Gatorade? Right, when Michael Jordan was in the game, we had the National Army, we had Gatorade, we had, and as soon as he left, they left. Right, so I think if we had more outside sponsorships. Mm. I think yeah, it would help no, grow the sport. Yeah, it would help. For sure. 110% grow the sport. So, dude, bro, this is awesome. 2024, man, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a lot of those W's out there for you. So, yeah, I like to – Yeah, right? That, come on, mate. You got this, man, for sure. 100%. And I can't wait to actually come back out there. And uh, this time I come, uh, it'll be 2025. I want to do two mm-hmm. rounds. Cadwell is going to be one. It's either going to be the round before or, or the round after. And I want to, I want to have a chance to actually spend some time with, with all you guys go out and grab a bite to eat. Have yeah, a no, pint. That would definitely be good. Yeah. Some fish and Lots chips for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. So listen, let's get away from all the motorcycle talk for a few minutes. We'll come back to it. I want to get to know Caden away from motorcycles. Yes. Right. So uh, I want to start it off like a favorite Netflix series. Do you and what you're watching currently right now? Uh-huh. So currently right now, I'm uh I, I've been I've been watching so Netflix wise. Uh, are you talking? Do you mean just like a show? Because because uh, I've been watching a series um that's not on Netflix at the minute. Okay. Well, what is and, it? And uh, it's called it's called Celebs Go Dating, right? Um. You were, you probably, it's, it's a new thing that I've, me, me and my mate have just got started into watching it. It's just one of these stupid little, um, like, like reality TV almost shows, but it's just, it's just such a good watch, especially kind of when you see the different characters. Um, well, like they are real people, but sort of the, it's just a quite a good watch. We've been watching like quite a lot of them at the minute, but in terms of like fully blown, like, 
series is I think Breaking Bad's got to be like my all time favorite. Facts. I just I think I just think it's just brilliant. So well it's brilliant, like, right? But yeah. dude, also with that series, man, like I could see uh, somebody really doing that in real life, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, you, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, I bet it probably happens way right? more than you, like, more than you think. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, Mickey Williams bad. says, uh, "Peppa Pig." <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to mention that one. But <laughs> right, first, yeah, right. Peppa Pig. I'm watching that all the time, especially at the van at the track. Absolutely, it's, it's always on record. Shoot, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's awesome. So. uh I just got done watching Ted Lasso, man. What a show that oh, was. Oh, yeah, no, that is, that's a great show. Dude, Rory Kent is my dude, bro, and, and that <laughs> show. He was awesome. Rory fucking yeah. Kent. No, I, re- I did. I really like that. I think my mom and dad actually were the ones that um, got me to watch it. Uh, so, I, so I threw it on, and, yeah, no, it's just so well made. It's just, um, it's just quite, it's like quite a good balance between being funny and sort of like, you know, but actually talking about football. Football, Like it was was definitely, definitely a good watch. I I enjoyed that. I did. I did. And, uh, oh, we both know this guy really well. Marcus, what he said, Uh slubs gone dating you tart. (laughs) And then he laughed. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I've also been uh, started. Actually, started it out there in the UK. Uh, was uh, Peaky Blinders? Oh yeah, Peaky Blinders is yeah, Blinders. That's a big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I, I'm on like I'm still on the first season. Um, I need to. Uh, I need to get get back into yeah. it. But I started because uh, my buddy. So I'm big into soccer, football, the real football, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not not the American handball, but the but the real football, right? Yeah, yeah. All my friends are like. What you like football? I'm like, yeah, the real football, the soccer, dude. Soccer's, dude, soccer's a fucking badass sport, bro. I mean, it's, no, it's I, awesome. Yeah, I love it. I used to play a bit when I was younger. Um, it's just like I feel like pretty much every lad in the UK either picks rugby or they pick football uh, to play, and uh, I pick football. But I know you just seen that comment. Marcus said, "I thought your favorite uh-huh. series on that was Sex Ed." Whose is it, Marcus? Right, that's everybody's favorite sex ed, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, favorite movie, Caden. I think my favorite movie might be um, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I think probably is my is my favorite movie. I don't really, I don't like watching movies more than once or twice. I can't really watch a movie three times because. I think I know exactly what's going to happen, but that movie I could watch like, do you know what I mean? Like over and over and over. Yeah. I just love that movie. I think I'm quite into like cars and stuff like that. And that movie's just like, it's just it's for me anyway, it's just got, it's got a lot of my favorite cars in. So such a, such a good watch. What about yourself? Me? Oh man, dude. So uh, I, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, right? So I like Star yeah. Wars, but they're, they're I, as far as sci-fi goes, I like, Man, that's such a, a good question because I like man. There's a lot of good movies. Like I like uh, I like the, the Matrix. I thought the Matrix was awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, John Wick, of course. Who don't like John, John Wick, Wick? Yeah. I like anything and almost everything. Pixar, Disney cartoons. I watch all that stuff. Right. Like a uh, Cars, um, Moa. You know all, all that stuff. Uh, uh, it's uh, that's basically what I watch. Uh, and uh, honestly, man, I watch um. If if I was gonna have to choose anything to watch, um, 
and it would be the only thing in the world that I could watch forever again in my life. I would I would say it either have to be probably Top Gun would be my my, mm. my number one, right? Um, and uh, it'd have to be, oh man, a faster that one of the documentaries that uh, Neil did on MotoGP, you know, faster yeah. the fastest, or and then um, the Doctor, the Texas Tornado, the Kentucky Kid, stuff like that. Of course, any TT season mm-hmm. i don't care what it is you can give me 89 to 2023 man i it would be i'd be glued to it right yeah uh, yeah but yeah i mean I, I okay to your question favorite movie of all time top gun mm. That's no, was, top gun. Uh, yeah 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 for sure top gun um favorite music well, what kind of music do you, do you listen to i'm uh i'm i'm mainly sort of like a rapping r&b guy Right. Myself. Who's your favorite rapper? Uh, Drake. 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 Man, Drake, I've been into yeah. uh, Young Dolph here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, you ever listen to any Young Dolph? I don't. I, I probably have, but like I don't know from the name. Uh, well, I'll name. send you some. I, I, yeah. I will send send you some Dolph. I I, I like Dolph. Uh, <laughs> I always say golf. Doug. Golf, man. I mean, golf's fun. Hey, I like playing Tiger Woods on the PlayStation, but in in real life too, you know, I do like to play some golf. It's uh, that's a really mental game. It's it's frustrating, mm. as you know what. And uh, again, you know, it's one of those games that's really expensive if you really, really get into into golf for sure. Uh, Bahas Williams, what is up? He says, "What an amazing, talented young man." Good luck for twenty twenty four. Absolutely. Doug says Forrest Gump for me. Life's a box of chocolates, right? Forrest Gump, man. What a proper movie that was. Yeah, right? that is a good one. Save it, Private Ryan's another one, man. That was really good. Um, yeah, no, I, I did like that. That uh, movies that are sort of um, like sort of built off like an emotional like thing. Is. Where I think it just makes it a bit of a better watch. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it does do, do, and also like docket series, right? Like I like a lot of docket series, like murders and you know just crazy oh, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I do like sort of crime, sort of documentaries and stuff on Netflix. I find myself just binge watching the whole thing pretty much in one go. Oh, bro, yeah. dude, did you watch that one? Uh, Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, yeah, bro, was odd. Like, I think they highlight that there really is some weird sort of like people out there. Doing stuff like that. Yeah, it was uh Sean. Sean says, uh, so sorry I have to sign off. Got someone arrived. Take care. Good luck. 24. Love the podcast, buddy. Sean, I love you too, mate. And what an honor it always is to, to have you on. So my man Martin Adams says W and Lewis says W. Uh never w. seen it. W's in the chat. Yeah. W uh and then uh of course Nikki Williams don't fuck with caps absolute dude it was it was one of the one of the most intense docuseries I watched that just you just blew your mind because you never know what where it was gonna go, right? It was yeah, no, it, it was it was, was uh, I usually find that some series is you can kind of like especially in movies, you can kind of guess like yes, what, yeah, what's going on, but you really couldn't I couldn't anyway. That yeah. you know, it just sucked me in so hard. It was it was it was really good. So uh, books. I'm a big book reader. I don't. Okay, I take it back. I'm a big audio book listener, right? If if I I find myself that if 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 I pick up a book, I always got. Uh, so I'm such a nerd, man. I got so many yeah. of these laying around from every race I go to. Oh man. yeah, I got uh 
MotoGP, obviously now I got BSB in my collection, yeah. which is my all-time favorite. Um, but I always got some around. But I find myself if I do this and I get into it right, um, boom, I'm out like a light. Where whereas if I do an audio book, I I can concentrate more because mm-hmm. I, I gotta, I really gotta listen on what's being said instead of reading it. Even though I could read something, because I got bad ADHD. Okay, so I could literally be reading something. And read the same sentence three times and only catch maybe three or four words from it because my mind's yeah. thinking about whatever it's thinking about. Um, versus an audio book, then I can just um yeah, just listen to it, right? So uh I'm currently uh listening to uh Andrew uh Bourdain's book, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, just got done listening to uh Oh my God! Like Randy Lanier, bro. Randy Lanier was a, a race car driver, drug yeah. smuggler, and it, dude, it, that book takes you on this wild ride, bro. It's, it's, yeah, dude, I bet so that's quite a good story. Oh man, it's good, Caden, because he's, he's. I don't want to give too much away, but obviously, he starts to start small, funds his race team, and it's just, uh, bro, it's, 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 it's a crazy book. But that, that's what I'm currently, uh, just got done and listening to right now. Um, yeah. What do you have uh, in your stash that you're listening to? I'm not like I'm not really a big book reader. I've never really been a big book reader, to be honest. Um, I th- I think audio book wise, me and my friends went on a big European road trip not that long ago, uh, last month, and we threw on a Harry Potter book audio book. And so, like that, like pretty much went through the whole book uh, in the in the van, just driving around. My mate was driving, and uh, yeah, literally going through like multiple countries, just listening to the Harry Potter book. But it's, it's quite good to listen to the story. But in terms of physical book reading, I don't do a lot of it to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've I've much prefer sort of just like watching a movie or something like that. I don't, that's just what I'm like. To be honest, but no, it's good. Maybe I should get into reading books. Like I don't know, I don't know. It's just something I've never really ever done. So I've never, um, apart from at school and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I like the audio books, uh, like I said, because it, it like it immerses you kind of in the story, you know. And uh, so, yeah. Ha- ha- what, what did you think of Harry Potter? Are you a fan now? Oh yeah, I do like Harry Potter. You know what? I've never watched a Harry Potter movie. I need to. Seriously? Yeah, I swear. I've never sat down and watched the whole... I've caught bit, bits and pieces, yeah. but I have never sat down and watched from the first Harry Potter all the way to the uh, to the last one. My dad's got the new Harry Potter video game on the PS5. And that's that's a pretty insane game. I've played it. Yeah, he loves it. That, that's what... Dude, and look, look who we got, dude. Luke Hedger. What is up, mate, bro? L- listen, Luke's a good mate of mine. You know Luke? Kaden? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had him on the podcast proper, man. Can't wait. Can't wait for part two. So, so you guys stay tuned. He is uh what a guy, man. What a guy. So Luke says, I think us racers struggle to read only one thing. I can read is my pit board. Facts, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick reading the pit board, the lap time and position. That's what that's, that's, that's what I it. That's it. And then Doug says, Lee Child, any Jack Reacher. Yeah, those are good too. Um I haven't, I haven't, uh, Harry Potter is king. So yeah, I'm a, you know what, when, when I get off here, I'm a, I'm gonna go in there and 
I'm actually going to watch the the, the first Harry right, you'll have to. movie. Yeah, you'll have to. I think now. they were all on Netflix. I don't know if they still are now, but uh, they did add like every single one on there. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I will for sure. So uh, if you were uh, stranded on a desert island, okay, and yes. you can only have one book, one CD, and one video game, and one movie, what would it be? Um, book wise, probably probably a Harry Potter book or something because I know that I, I like the story, so I knew that I'd probably like the book, and I know the books are quite good. Movie, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what movie I'd I'd want to pick because I'm not sure I'd want. It'd probably have to be Tokyo Drift, otherwise I couldn't watch it more than once. But then that might ruin my favorite movie for me if I have to watch it loads. I'm not sure. Right. Um, and what what were the other what were the other things? Book, movie, music, music. Watch any Drake, any any, any Drake. Drake song. What's the worst yeah. Drake album in your opinion? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if he's got a worst album, but like your least some, favorite. Yeah, like some of some of the earlier ones i've never really listened to before or no not that but like there's only there might be like one or two songs on there um but I, i've not really been like like for like so far gone is pretty one of his earliest albums yeah. um i've just read like not many songs on there i like but some of his probably my favorite album like i think I think Dark uh, Lane demo tapes. That's that's probably my favorite album. There's just a lot of songs in there that just uh, know off my heart. Like me and there's a uh, me and a couple of my mates are sort of big Drake fans, so we've always got Drake on in the car. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to see him in concert? I have seen him at a festival called Wireless. He came out as like a surprise act, so nice. that was really that was really good. That was really good. I like uh dude Wiz Khalifa is one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, I love Wiz. I actually seen him live and uh he actually put on the one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, he was just good. dude, he was just so like in tune with everybody, talking to the mm. crowd, getting everybody into it, telling them how he appreciate and loved everybody. And it was just, it, it's just really cool to, to see that, that side instead of just people coming out. Like I've seen Wu Tang and Ludacris and, you know, they come out and they hoop and holler and da, 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 and then be out. Right. Where, yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, Wiz actually put on a show, like a real show. It was, it, yeah. it was really good. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Celebrity crush. Caden, who was your celebrity crush? I, I I don't really know <laughs> off the top of my head, but me and uh me and me and my mate yesterday we were, we were watching a bit of celebs go dating as we do when uh, whenever I go to Nottingham and um there's this there's this uh Kate Moss has got a sister called Lottie Moss right and and we were thinking do you know what she's just like you know that might be a new crush like not not my usual my usual type but um. But yeah, I'd never really seen her before, and she was she was it was making sense. So yeah, that might be a new one. Okay, but, well, that's that's no. good. That's awesome. What, what about what, what about yourself? Like, oh man, oh, dude, I think all women are beautiful in in, in their own way, right? Um, but 
dude, I, I, uh, man, I, I just, I was getting ready to say, man, I just had a brain fart. Uh, Lena, Adam Twenty mm-hmm. Two's wife. Oh yeah, have you seen her? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who I, I would say is, is her for sure. She yeah. is. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. That's my celebrity crush right there. She she's awesome for sure. Uh yeah, man. So uh you like we, we cover Star Star Wars or Star Trek. I've never been a big Star Trek fan. I th- no, no, I I think my dad watched I, I do remember like seeing it on on the TV, but I've never like watched it on my own. Not recently anyway. Um but I'm definitely more a Star Wars fan myself. Yeah, well, yeah. I do love Star Wars. Brad says, all the best for 2024. <laughs> and then, hold on, where'd where, where it go? She's, Lewis, she's beautiful. Yes, she is. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, Doug, share for me. Ha, 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 share. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, dude, share. Man, I ain't heard that name in a long time. Share, I wonder, yeah, share. That's uh, that's good stuff right there. Um, So, let me ask you this, Caden. Um. Favorite MotoGP rider? I think for me, um, it, it would probably. It, I feel like everyone loves Rossi, um, and he, you know, he, he is he is just like the goat. But you know, um, especially because he's racing for as long as he like was and everything like that. And just he also he loves a bright bit of a luminous. Uh, luminous colors in there as well but um him or i do like mark marquez you know like i think me and my granddad he, my granddad took me to the my first ever moto gp race this was back when i did uh motocross and like he was racing it was just like it was just good to see it in person it was at silverstone which not a lot of people you know it's not the best track for watching yeah. but for me for, for it being the first time it was just good to be in the atmosphere yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh so I, I absolutely Valentino Rossi is the goat, the greatest of all time. Listen, I'm not taking nothing away from Mark Marquez. This is not a debate. I don't want to get yeah. into a big debate, but this is why I say it, okay? Because Valentino he raced 125s, 250s, and 500s, won titles on all of them. Then they went to the four stroke 990s, won more titles, mm. went to the 800, right? So went from a th- you know, 500 two stroke, yeah, 94 stroke, 800 four stroke, back to a thousand. Right, changed his riding style. One titles in every one of them, um, and yeah, just changed the sport, man. Ch- changed it for that's why MotoGP is as big as it is now, is because of Valentino Rossi. You, know, you can go to any country. Yeah, everyone anywhere. knows that name. Everyone and, knows that number. Big bright yellow four six. And even Grandma cooking mashed potatoes down the streets could be like that's Valentino Rossi, right? I mean, so uh, as far as my favorite rider today, man, uh, since Rossi retired, man, I find it hard to really have a diehard, you know, super, super big favorite. But, man, because yeah. I respect, love all of them. I'm such a fan, right? Um, but uh, when I do go out and buy merch, um, it's Brad Bender, Jack Miller. Um, yeah. Uh, dude, they're just uh, – I just I like them. I really like those too. Um, I like Marco uh, Bazzetti a lot too. Um, Mark Marquez, I'm coming to uh, respect more than I did uh, when him and Rossi were, were, were battling out. Yeah, um, yeah. 
just because all all the injuries he's come back from, his diploma, his he's willing to put you know his life on the line and and wow. change. I think it's good for him to to change manufacturers. I've been waiting on that for a long time. So what I mean yeah, by that, if he actually wins, options, yeah. yeah, if he wins on this Ducati, right, like a title on it, then that just really cements him as being one of the legends of the sport. Not not that he's not already, but it's just, I guess for me, it'll confirm it. Yeah, because right. it'll show that he's he can he's got the ability on on different bikes as well, rather than just just the same. That's right, that's right. So it's it's a big season. I, uh, how do you think he's going to do on the Ducati? I think from from the clips from what I've seen, like um, and stuff, he's taken to it all right. You know, pretty like getting like quite quick. I think he'll do quite well. To be honest, I think he'll do quite well. Um, the season as a whole, it might. I think. I th- yeah, yeah. I, th- I think. I'm not sure if it will be sort of right at the pointy end this season, but definitely, definitely. I think he'll probably put in quite a good, quite a good uh, performance across the whole season. Anyway, what do yeah, you think? I, man, listen. I think uh, you know this year with 2023 goes Jorge Martin. He uh, Ducati uh, didn't want him to win the title. Uh, being a satellite rider, even though uh, he's on a factory bike, just not in factory colors, right? So mm-hmm. they were in a predicament this year because if, let's say, Martin pulled it off, they were ready to put Bastianini on Martin's bike, Martin on the red bike. That way they'd have the number one on the factory team, not the, you know, the, the other yeah, team, yeah. Primac, right? But now they signed one of the greatest road racers right now in, in our sport, Mark Marquez. And then in the test, he did really good. Right. So now they're even in a worse predicament, right? Because yeah. Marquez might be the first guy, if he can put it together to win a, a title on, on a satellite bike, which means are they going to put him on the factory bike in 2025, if that happens. Right. So it, it there's a, there's a lot going on there. There um, is. I guess they've got. They've just got to see how the season ends up, like panning out, and then make a decision. Yeah, a- absolutely. So, Julia, been great listening to you both. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year to you all. Yeah, Merry Christmas, happy New Love Year. me and Sammy. Yes, yes. I, I listen. I love both of you. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year uh, to to you guys too as well. Uh, so uh. Man, and then in World Superbike, Caden, right? We got Top Rack on the BMW. We got Johnny Ray on the Yamaha. What you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I saw um, Top Rack when he went to the the BSB um, at Cadwell, and he was like jumping the mountain after like his like second time round or something like that. It was actually nuts. Like not not just a small jump as well. Like proper sending it, and then. Just uh, he's just what a rider. I mean, coming from like a stunt background though, it, it gives you a few tricks, you know, yeah. uh, which definitely helps, especially with sort of like that's what people know him for, really, as like with, within the uh, within the sort of racing, because he's just got some some extra little skills in his pocket. Really, like it's just pretty cool. But yeah, no, nah, he's probably one of my another sort of rider that I do like to watch. Yeah, I like uh, seeing him in person uh, doing, you know, doing stuff like that. It's just a bit nuts. So, did you actually meet him and get a picture and stuff with him? Didn't get a picture, but I, I was just I was watching at the mountain when he was going around, so I I could see that. Um, but no, I didn't get I didn't get to meet him. Probably would have been quite nice, but you know, 
That's right. It was, just, it was just good for me to watch. It was just like it's pretty insane. It, it is. It is. What um, man, I would love to see you out here racing in Moto America, man. Do you, you have any plans or agendas to actually try to make it out here? And I don't do know. I don't know about that. It would be it'd be really good, especially because yeah. the tracks out there are quite different. Um, so it it would be such a good experience, but it's not something this it's been really thought about especially because the cost of getting out there would be a lot do you know what yeah, i mean i do i do yeah, yeah it'd almost be like where you'd have to be on somebody else's bike right you just basically fly out here with, with, with your leathers yeah, and helmets yeah. and and yeah yeah but dude if you do ever find your way out here you you and your family's always welcome to stay at my oh, casa, you. Yeah, casa for free yeah. absolutely yeah, well, thank you very much. That's yeah, really man. Fun. Yeah, dude, no problem, man. No problem at all, man. Listen, dude, we're hour and fifteen, hour sixteen into this, and it only seems like we've been going for like thirty minutes, maybe. Yeah, no, it, it's, I know. I just, I just looked up at the top there, and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, that's 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 what I love. This is part of, I also love about podcasts, man. We just get into these conversations, and just times, just like boom, done, right? Um, do, do you uh uh? Man, I just had another brain fart. I can't believe I just had another brain fart. I had this proper question in 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 my head, and and it just seemed to uh, disappear for for. for well, some, that happens some to me reason. all the time. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. I'll I'll be I'll literally I'll I'll be about to ask something, and then the smallest of things will distract me. The thought will yep. get lost, and then I'll I'll probably remember in an hour, or you'll probably end up remembering in like an hour's time what that question was, just out of the blue. No, I just remembered it right now. But but before I ask it, Martin Adams says good luck for 2024. Absolutely. Uh so if you could have any race bike and be on any race team in the world, what bike, what team, what series, and who's your teammate? Um it could be British ooh. Superbikes, Moto America, World Superbike, Moto GP, any motorcycle, any team. I think it would have to be Moto GP because there's not really bike like you'd never ride a bike like it. Do you know what I mean? They're just like a complete different bike. Yep. I feel like, especially I know there's a lot of like electronics, but I just think for me that might make it quite interesting to see um to see what it'd be like. I think I'd I've never been on like I've never rode like a cow, um, not cows, like a KTM or a Ducati. So it'd probably be one of those two. I'm not sure what one I'd want to pick, but not the Aprilia. I don't know. I, only purely because like I've ridden, I've I've ridden an Aprilia as a brand. The Aprilia though, that that would be good. I don't know. Such a I don't know. Bike. When you get, I'm really bad at making like decisions, like. Do you know, I'm very indecisive. So I like, see that. Oh, oh. Like that. It's like I don't. I wouldn't even know what to pick. Okay, let's just say this: MotoGP, KTM. Right, I answered it for you. MotoGP, KTM. Yeah. Who's your teammate? I've probably Binder. I think that'd be quite good. Like, I feel like it'd be just quite a good laugh, maybe as well. Yeah. You know, like like off off track. Yeah, um, it would be. Absolutely. Especially, yeah, I, I think that could be. I think that, that that'd be it. It'd be quite interesting as well, especially with with the uh, my, you know, like oh, I'm not too my Spanish ain't that great. Don't know any Italian, so you know, it'd be quite easy to communicate as well. Yeah, yeah. What? So what, I have a question from Lewis. Lewis says, "What helps you concentrate out on the track?" Oh, that is a good one. Um, 
I feel like what I what I do is just um, sort of block out, try block out any other thoughts when I'm going into the race. Like sort of when I'm, you know, like I said before, when I start thinking about that first corner, just forget about everything else and just 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 think about racing. And then if I'm actively thinking what so you know i'm always thinking how like there's a guy in front of me how am i going to catch him analyzing where he's slower like i'm always i'm always concentrating on on the task at hand which is to overtake the person in front of me do a quicker lap you know if i mess up oh that's like how do i not do that next time so i feel like i'm always thinking about quite a lot it'd be quite hard to start concentrating on other things so i get a bit i just get locked in get locked into the racing and sort of and just uh and just 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 ride you know try yeah. block everything out part but but then when so with the endurances you know um like what me and Nikki were doing you kind of you're backing off the pace you're not putting in your quickest lap every lap it's just trying to stay consistent so sometimes i find myself if i've got a song in my head before i go out on track I find myself riding around just like humming along to the song and I've gone like I'm starting to think like right I've got to get this song out of my head because I might just spend the whole like 20 30 minutes literally just just doing a little tune of the song in my head like and I get a bit distracted but singing Drake right. started from the bottom now we're here yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I'm going you know trying to overtake me with singing that in my head yeah uh, that's awesome but that it's all right in the endurances cuz um because uh, you know you're you're a bit off the pace. You're just trying to stay consistent. Yeah, for sure. Sam says, uh, Sam Kelly, what is up, man? He says, Are you sponsored by Stone Island? No, he's asking that. I've got my hands up there, and it looks like I'm trying to get the badge in all the time. It must have got a little Stone Island jacket on right now. But no, I wish I was. I wish I was. Get some Stone Island X Caden fifty nine merch. That would be quite cool. That would be. But, yeah, that that would. But, be. No absolutely be proper yeah so uh did you watch any other sports besides like did you before i ask you that question do you physically yeah. yourself watch like moto gp and world superbike and moto america or anything or it's really weird because i'm i'm not like i wouldn't even say i'm a fan of like a particular rider i tend i've, I've tend really sort of not to watch it as like you know like some people sit down when it comes on or like, and just sort of, I'm not like a diehard fan, which is really odd because obviously it's the sport I do. Um, so like I watch, I do watch like quite a bit of sport, but I, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. Like a, like a lot of my friends were into F1. As soon as the F1 comes on, that, that that's that whole day. Sort of that whole day be just there watching it. Yeah. Like. You know, I don't. I don't tend to do that. I don't really tend to yeah. do that. I follow it. Um, I follow it too, but man, F one's just so hard to watch, bro. Let's just be honest. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it's not as exciting. It's not as exciting as as motorbike racing at all, at all. Dude, absolutely not. Right? I mean, dude, I think Formula One could could do that. So their series on Netflix was fucking proper, dude. For real. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good watch. That's definitely because it just so, takes the best bits and creates a bit of a story out of it. Yeah, and 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 and. But man, it's just so hard for them to pass on track, you know, because all the tracks are super narrow and the cars are like 19 yeah. feet wide. It's uh, yeah. it, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I I love Red Bull. Uh, uh, 
one of my favorite drivers is uh, D- Daniel Ricardo. Always like yeah, D- Daniel Ricardo, right? Proper character, uh, proper character. Yeah, dude, that's what I loved about him, man. Just just how outgoing. I, I like uh, Lando Norris. Um, I'm a big fan yeah. of his. Um, but yeah, it's probably so. Do, do you watch like soccer? Let me ask you this: favorite soccer team? Uh, Burnley. Burnley, what a team! Nah, what a yeah. team! Back yeah. when Sean Dyche was the was the manager, absolute goat. Uh, it's it's an unpopular opinion. Like once again, I'm not a diehard fan. Like I don't, you won't catch me at every home game. But right. but uh, you know, whenever whenever they're playing, I'll throw on the game. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends are sort of more local teams. So like I've got a couple friends who are Peterborough fans, Derby fans. Uh, that's where I live at the minute in Derby. So I live right next to the stadium. So nice. I see quite. I might try to get to a few games if I can. Um, but I do. I like the atmosphere of, of it, uh, being at the football. It's just um, you know, get a good crowd, a good chant. Everybody talking trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drinking pints. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. Uh, I like uh, here, here in the United States is Inter Miami for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inter Miami. Um, uh, over there, I did follow uh, PSG Paris um, because oh, yeah. uh, uh, Neymar and Mbappe because I really like them too. I tell yeah. people I like Neymar Jr. and they're like, "You like fucking Neymar? Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "Dude, Neymar is yeah. Neymar's got some serious skills." Yeah, bro, Neymar. If you, dude, yes, Neymar is. Yeah, he's he's uh he, he's got some skills, <laughs> just like what you said. Speaking of that, David Beckman on Netflix is really good. I have oh, that was a good. That. that was a really good. I watch, haven't finished yeah. it, but yes, I have been watching that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Nikki says fucking Burnley. Burnley and Who would have thought, eh? Yeah, thought? right. That's a good one. He says, Who's the goat of soccer? In my opinion, Lewis uh, is uh messy. Yeah, it's gotta be messy. Messy. Hands it's gotta down be messy. messy. Yeah, for sure. Lewis, who's your favorite goat? Uh, soccer, right? I mean, of course, you know, we can go back and talk about Pele and dude, there's so many, you know, soccer, man, there's so many good players in, in soccer. It's not like, look, Caden, out of all the motorcycle races in the world, right? That aspirated, there's only probably a hundred that actually mm. are racing professionally out of world superbike, MotoGP, yeah, USB, like Moto America, level, yeah, right at the top level. Um, so this is definitely a question I have for you, right? So, uh, you can't always race. So what are you going to do or what's your plans for job future wise as far as non-racing goes like to fall back on? Um, so like, I go to university at the minute um, in Nottingham and uh, so I'm getting a degree in business management and entrepreneurship. So I've got a degree to fall back on sort of um because, you know, you need your education at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a, a good backup. So I'm doing that. But then at the minute, I'm doing a – funnily enough, I work for Pirelli at the minute um, on my placement year. So I'm just working there for one year to gain experience. Um, it's quite a good company to work for, for me anyway, you know, using their tyres and being in the in the sport. Right. So, so it's quite good. And then everyone there, well, not everyone, but so the people that are into the motorbike in there will sort of say hello and ask how I'm doing and that. Like, so it's quite good. It's quite good. But um, yeah, post post uni, I don't have a plan as such to a p- particular role I want to go into. 
um we'll have to try work something out <laughs> like a bit a bit closer to the time when i get there but no i've got um getting a getting a degree so i'll have i'll have sort of something degree and experience so hopefully that will help me find a job afterwards oh for sure 110 it will so lewis says has to be messy but yes cristiano ronaldo right who can't Listen, he's definitely – yeah, Ronaldo's – like, if it was me, I, I would say Messi and then Ronaldo would have to be second because he's uh, – his foot game is is proper too, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you just got certain players in the game that just bring this whole aura, this whole vibe, meaning that uh, – I'm going to use Michael Jordan as an example, right? So if Michael Jordan shows up, you're, you're automatically – naturally, I say, going to want to – be better, play better, just naturally, right? Because of who yeah. he is, he's on your team, or are you playing against him? Um, and and those he brings out the best out of everybody on the team, right? Just because he's there and and of who he is. Same thing with Messi. Same thing with Ronaldo, uh, Mbappe. Um, you know all those guys. So I, yeah, I think that yeah. that that has a lot a, a lot to do with it too. But man, soccer. I, I've been playing uh, PlayStation or Xbox. I'm an Xbox man myself. Boo, we're ending the podcast, but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to have a PlayStation 4, um, but all of my friends sort of had Xboxes, so I uh, I ended up getting one. This was way before you could sort of cross-play, so yeah. I've had an Xbox ever since. But, yeah, yeah, you're a, you're a PlayStation man. Yeah, 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 I like to play State. I mean, I had an Xbox, I bought... Uh, I bought the Xbox for that Star Wars game that come out. Um, mm. uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the the second one was the Sith Lords. I think it was called. It was, it was a really good game. Um, and then uh, I got into it with Gears of War was my game for the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Gears of War was a lot of fun. I used to be a Halo guy, right? And then, dude, everybody started jumping on Halo, and I was like, dude, yeah. this is the gayest shit ever. Like, I can't <laughs> even play it no more. So I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, even one, one of my mates, um, one of my mates, Tom, really big Halo fan. Uh, he. He, he he still still like on the uh, the old Xbox 360 sometimes gets on a bit of Halo. I, I just I just don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. It's yeah. like, come on now, come on now. Can't back in its day maybe maybe, but but nowadays you know no one's playing Halo. No. So what game are you playing right now? What's in the console right now? If you were to turn the button on power, what's popping up? probably probably fortnight if i'm honest got back into it they've just done they've just done sort of a, a couple big updates so we gathered up the squad all the boys from and uh we'll hop on there there's also a new thing out at the minute it's basically like guitar hero but um but like anyway, it's literally is guitar hero but f basically for xbox so uh i've been i've been uh practicing at that but I've not really been playing too much Xbox at the minute. I've been I've been busy. I've been sort of he's, he's rolling around. He's back. Again. I see him again. What's <laughs> up, buddy? That's awesome. He's chilling. He's chilling. Yeah, he's chilling. But yeah, I play a bit of FIFA as well. Yeah, bro. I was gonna say you, you yeah. fire him out of all my mates as well. I'm probably the best. So you know uh -oh. that, that helps. I beat well, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. Uh, I do play Fortnite. Like my sons, he's actually in there on my PS5 playing Fortnite. So we'll have to. I will message you my gamer tag. We'll have to get on there and play some. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to we'll Fortnite. Have to play. Yeah, me and all your mates. We'll we'll get on there and uh, yeah, straight rock it out. I I got uh, FIFA 2023. Um. 
I've been playing Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, just did the just downloaded the uh, God of War Ragnarok, which I haven't played. Oh yet. yeah, um, I'm pretty like- sure one of my mates. Um, he, I'm pretty sure he was playing that the the other day. I think he might have sat there and like just for a couple of days and just completed it. He just loves. He, I'm not a big single player game like storyline game fan myself. I'm not sure why. But but I got a couple mates who just love love that sort of that sort of stuff, and they always play through to the end. I'm one of your mates that do the same thing. I love that shit, man. I get on a game, the story yeah. mode. To me, that that's everything is the story mode, man. It's like that's what's gonna tell me if it's a really good game or not. Ethan says Unit Thirteen or Rock City. These are two clubs in Nottingham. It's probably because I mentioned Nottingham earlier. I'd say um, depending on the day, to be honest, if you're going on a if you get because in Nottingham, basically the clubs are pretty much open every single day in the week and on the weekends. And uh, I'd probably say, probably say Unit Thirteen can't go wrong, can't go wrong. However, with Rock C, it's got a big balcony. You, look, you can look over everyone. You feel like you're from Power if you just stood up there leaning against the balcony. So, both very good clubs, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Uh- Let's see, CFC Tom, Assassin's Creed is a goaded franchise. Man, I listen, I've been a huge Assassin's Creed. I played every single one of them from the beginning. Um, uh, out of all of them to this day, my favorite two so far is uh, uh, the e- Egypt um, Assassin's Creed. And um, I'm really big into into like uh, Greek mythology, uh, yeah. Egyptian mythology. No, it's good. So, it's really interesting. Oh, that. yeah. And I love the Spartans. So, of course, Assassin's Creed uh, with the Spartans in it was probably that in, in uh, Odyssey. Odyssey and Origins are, are my yeah. favorite uh, Assassin's Creed for sure. Um, dude, what is your favorite food, Caden? I love Mexican food. Me too, right? Who don't? Mexican, I love food. Mexican food. Do you like think, spicy? Yeah, yeah. I'm into spice food. I think it's probably because my dad used to feed me like spicy salsa when I was a kid because I wouldn't react to eating it and he found it funny. Which, uh, and then, but it kind of helped. I just like, I love spicy food. Um, if I go get a curry sort of over here, I have to get one that's going to make me want to sweat a little bit, you know, like, oof, like that's quite spicy, but I, I just love spicy food. Apart, if it wasn't Mexican, it'd be like Italian. Like, I, I'm a big pasta fan. Yeah, I like pasta, pasta too. Fan. Yeah, I like uh, everything you just said, right? I also love Greek food, Thai food. Thai food is probably one of my favorites. I love Thai food. Indian food's really good. Look at Marcus. What is up, man? What's going on, bud? Hi, right, Chrissy boy. Ah, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm a bit out of breath. I just come back from the bar. Oh, nice, couple pints, Mer- huh? Merry Christmas and a happy New Year to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you too, mate. There's a. Oh, Sorry, I, I shouldn't really crash a, a uh, parent-friendly, children-friendly evening, but uh, um. God, yeah. I, I, I should have caught my breath, breath, breath back before I come steaming in here. But I'm with a load of folk down at the platform Village Hall. We've all been watching you down there. We've been watching Caden doing this podcast. And uh, we thought it's fantastic. So I thought I'd just come down here and say, well done. Great show, Chris. We love you. I love you too, mate. Appreciate you. 
That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. There is basically where we live um, on a, on like a Friday. Usually there's a big, there's a big uh, thing where everyone goes down there and watches from the, from where we live. So I think, well, the sounds of it, they've, they've had it up there and they've been watching it. Listen, Quite what a few an people honor. down there. So, yeah. Bro, what an honor, man. Like I said from the get-go, man, it was an honor to to be at Codwell. It was definitely an honor to to meet you you and your dad. And uh, just to be mates and stay mates and, and be able to to do this and, and share the same love of this sport is, is yeah. everything. It, it's awesome. Um, Yeah, it, it's proper. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's good stuff, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, sorry, Chris. No, no, you're good. We've had a few beers this evening. I better go back and join the crew back at the village all village all bar. Will you but, tell everybody um, I said I'm hello? Because I've been running to get here, and now I'm going to run back there for me beer. <laughs> Enjoy, Merry mate. Christmas Have one for and me. Happy New Year, Chris. Merry Lovely Christmas, to see mate. You. you too, mate. Take care. <laughs> you too. That's awesome. Your dad's proper, man. I did tell you he's probably going to pop in at some point. It's like, okay. I, I love it. I love when I had Finn, uh, Finn Whedon on it. I brought his mama in and, and she, she was in there on with us too. So it's, yeah, yeah. I love it, dude. It's great, man. It's because it's great to see all the love and support. And, you know, I just want to be different than, than everybody doing it. So, I, yeah, I yeah. It. I enjoy it, man. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Like my son pops in here, my dogs will come in. I don't care. Come on in, you know, say hi. It's, it's, uh, yeah, man, it's good stuff. But anyway, back to Spice, Caden. So, do you do you watch um, uh, the hot ones on YouTube? No. Oh, bro, dude. So you need to you need to Google the hot ones. It, it, it's a YouTube show where this uh, ball headed guy, I forget his yes, name. Yes, I have seen that. And yes, and he interviews with the with ten chicken wings. Here in Spice, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that. Okay, actually. so the last yeah. dab, which is the last bottle of hot sauce, I have that in my refrigerator, and I eat that on a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, yeah, it's hot. It's it's like three million Scoville, which is pretty. Yeah, hot. That's, that, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could actually hack that. Maybe. Oh, dude, you Maybe. can do it if you like spice. Trust me, you could do it because it's um, it is hot, but man, it's really good flavor. That's what kind of like yeah. throws you off about it. Because I mean, let's just be honest. I like hot stuff. The the worst I've ever had is uh, okay. So the hottest thing I ever did naturally by myself mm. just to take is the. Uh, have you ever heard of the Death Nut Challenge? No, bro. So there's these peanuts. No. Okay. There's these peanuts. They're 13 million Scoville. Yeah. Okay. So I ate four of them bad boys in one go. Like, yeah, four at a time. And, um, it was the, the most, uh, euphoria I've ever felt in my life. Meaning that, uh, uh, it felt like at first, dude, it was super painful. It felt like yeah. somebody just pulled my tongue out, was stabbing it with ice picks, poured gasoline on it, set it on fire, and then put it back in my mouth, right? But then after about, uh, I don't know, 45 seconds, a minute of crying for sure, just pain yeah. and all this, right? All of a sudden, I just went super numb. Like, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel my body. It was the weirdest experience. And yeah, I felt like yeah. this euphoria high that I've never felt before it was crazy. Right. But, uh, it was a mistake. I don't recommend you do it because the next couple of days after <laughs> no, that, yeah, it's it not I, I so pleasant. Enough involved oh, with that. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, not, not pleasant, but this hot sauce, the last dab it's, it's, um, it's really good. Right. It's, it's, it, 
it's proper. It, it is. It's it's good stuff. You should try it sometime. But uh, the Indian food. Back to that real quick. So yeah. I did this Indian restaurant. I'm all like, you know, because Caden, you got to be in a mood to eat something really spicy, you know, because you get like that too, right? You're like, I'm in the mood. I don't. I'm just gonna eat something really spicy. Yeah, um, yeah. So the Indian guy comes up to me and he's like, the level of spice from zero to five, five being the hottest. I said, let me get a mm. six. And he looks at me. He's like, you think you can handle a three? I said, bring me the hottest stuff you got. Tiki Marsala, love it. Sitting down, I get about five, six bites into it. And as I'm chewing, I'm like, wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. And it was like, bro, somebody just dumped gasoline on my body and lit it on yeah. fire. I mean, from the head to my toes. Like, I, I never experienced that type of heat. And it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't pleasant. It was so unpleasant that I couldn't even eat another bite of my food. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, not fun, but yes, I do like spice. Uh, have but you, um, have you heard of like a vindaloo? A vindaloo, it sounds yeah, familiar. That's a very spicy curry. I, I've never, oh, yes, one. yes, 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 yes. We tried, I think, me and um, no, no, I take it back, I take it back. That's not what we had. I was gonna say because me and Daniel Parker and Aaron Lilly went out to eat at a uh, uh, Indian restaurant when we was there, yeah, in, in Louth. Um, I can't remember what I, I think I got tiki marsala there and. They got some crazy stuff, and we all tried each other. But I don't yeah, think Vindaloo yeah. was one. It kind of sounds like what something they ordered. You know, all that stuff kind of sounds the same. Yeah, no, they all do have. There's like, like they've all got similar names. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Yeah. It probably does. So listen, bro, we're an hour and forty minutes into this, dude. This is awesome, man. Um, let's do it again. Yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll, to. We'll definitely yeah. have to get another one booked in. Yeah, a hundred percent. So we'll, we'll when we get off here, we'll we'll, we'll settle up and, and talk about that. We'll go ahead and pre-schedule one and all that good stuff. But listen, it's an honor to have you on, Caden. Finally, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, before we get off here, uh, I'm gonna start off just by saying what an honor it is for uh, to meet you and your dad um, at Cadwell. What an honor it was for you to run this sticker on your bike, dude. It made yeah, my, it, it just yeah, absolutely proper made my weekend. Um, thank you to everybody that always likes and watches to the live video. This podcast will be out tomorrow on Spotify. I'll heart all major listening platforms, but Apple right now, I got approved. They just want this like, man, RSS feed and my logo put into like this, man, I don't know. Cause I'm not the best computer guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just all the formatting. All the formats. If anybody out there is listening that can actually help me out on this, please message me and and help me figure this one out. But yes, it'll be on all major listening platforms tomorrow. Uh, Thanks for everybody that tuned in and watches today, uh, especially to your dad and all the mates down there at the pub. Hello guys. Have a pint for me for sure. Cheers. Let's go. Uh, Nikki, Doug, Lewis, everybody, Julia, Sam, Luke, mate, everybody. I just want to say a big thank you. What an honor. Um, so, yeah. Uh, obviously, real quick, too, I want to say a big uh, thank you and a shout-out to Jake Marsh and his dad, Pete. Um, you guys are proper mega. I-, I love you guys. Again, Martin Adams, mate, my man from the Clothing King. Um, if anybody wants to buy any pen to gas podcast merchandise or my boy Jake, uh, Look no further. It's the clothingking.co.uk. Uh, big shout out to my mates Gary and Jane from California Superbike School UK. If anybody over there wants to throw their legs over a bike and have a proper good time around a racetrack with the best lads you can meet and have a good time and properly 
learn how to ride. Look no further further than the California Superbike School. You can find them at California Superbike School UK.co. Uh yeah. So uh Caden, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at and follow you on all social media? Yeah, so if you want to find me, um, I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram, and my tag is C59DEN. So it's just my name with a 59 instead of the A and the I. And uh, yeah, so I use uh, I usually do sort of regular updates on Facebook, and then for Instagram, it's more to showcase all the photos and videos. So if you want to check me out, uh, just uh, head over there and get a drop a follow any questions if anyone wants to send me any more questions you know just shoot me over a message and i'm always happy to help out yeah absolutely so you, you don't have a club caden yet no i don't, get you I a don't club have yeah no i don't have anything like that going on at the minute um that's something that we've been looking into but you know if if and when uh something like that you know gets brought to reality obviously that's where i'll be posting posting about that on my social medias well we're going to talk about that when we get off of here here in a few minutes for sure yeah. so listen nikki williams another great podcast chris keep him coming buddy tap up wills williams you need to get him on mate nikki you already know what i'm gonna say let's make it happen buddy absolutely i'm game 110 but listen i just want to say again Thank you so much to everybody. All you guys are super proper mega. Uh, again, you can find me on anywhere on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, until next time, I am the host, Chris the Show Simcoe, my good mate, Caden Wilkinson in the house, BSB. Yeah. Can't wait for 2024. And uh, thank you guys so much. And just remember, everybody, stay true to yourself. Uh, be kind to everybody, right? You see your mom and dad and your brother today, go give them a big old hug. Tell them how much you appreciate them and love them. I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And remember, pin the gas, baby. Until next time, see you guys.